Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're having a decent Monday morning. For as good as a Monday morning can get. Hopefully you have your coffee. I have mine. Didn't exactly sleep super well tonight. Or last night, I mean. Let me uh, jump into this. Welcome to the Break the Cycle with DSD podcast. I am your host, Dwayne. I'm not a therapist. I'm an individual much like you that uh, after going through a tough situation for over nearly a decade now, it's kind of hard to believe, I've developed some tips and techniques that I use to help me get my life back that I share with you to hopefully, hopefully help you do the same. Get your life back. Minimize the damage of a toxic narcissistic ex and if you have kids to help you rebuild or strengthen the relationship you have with them and minimize everything that's going on now remember only a licensed professional can diagnose an individual with a personality disorder i know i say this every day but i think it's important to remind people that uh, our credibility is the most important thing through this and typically it's our own actions that either strengthen our credibility or break it down. And one of the surefire ways to hurt ourselves is to go around diagnosing our ex with personality disorders. So be careful of that. Leave that to the professionals. Now, of course, learn everything you can about it. Find the the patterns of behavior. Learn the techniques that you can use to get your life back. But just be careful who you say it to. If you like what's going on here and you want to support the channel, you can become a channel member and you get special badges, custom emojis, your name listed in the credits, and member-only events. And we had our first one on Saturday, and it was pretty cool. We had a couple people from Australia and some other people from around the United States. It was pretty cool. Uh, I did not do a very good job of saying when it was going to be, so uh, I will fix that in in the future, but... You can find out more on that by going over to youtube.com slash divorce and look for the join button and all the information on channel memberships. Next thing is the, if you want to get notified via text message whenever the show goes live, just text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012. That will add you into the SMS queue and you will get notified in the, and it did go out this morning. Uh, I generally send it out at uh, 5.55 my time. The only bad thing is it only works in the United States and Canada. I don't know how to make it work through the rest of the world, but uh, that is what it is. So speaking of phone numbers, the phone lines will be open. Uh, You can dial into the show and participate and by calling 1-424-373-5483 or uh, 1-424-DSD-LIVE. Now, The only thing I want to say on that is uh, I swapped my box out because my roadcaster is getting fixed and there's a chance, minor, that things might not work right. I think we'll be okay, but I just want to throw that out there in the off chance that that everything (laughs) everything implodes on itself. I already made my first mistake. I, I hit the music before I hit record, so that's always fun. Speaking of speaking of fun, kind of, I uh, <clears throat> when I was driving back home over the weekend, I went ahead and put on the podcast that I did with Chris Godinez on Friday, and uh, that was other than the audio, that was a really good discussion. There was a lot of good nuggets of information. Some of it that I missed at the time when I was uh, when I was re-listening to it, I was like, oh man, that's a really great point, and it was. Uh, uh, I, that was a good show. I'm looking forward to, we already have our other one, our next one tentatively penciled in. Let me see if I can see the calendar on this. It is in, uh, let's see. Where, where is this next one? I'm trying to remember. Oh, it'll be, uh, Friday the 13th in November. Um, I've already got Alex Falcone scheduled for the 11th to be on the live show. So barring any problems, so we have some, uh, and actually this Wednesday, the 21st, 
Uh, I have Melissa Isaac from the Miss Melissa Isaac Law Firm. She's a, a divorce attorney who is very focused on uh, father's rights. So that should be a good discussion. Anyways, so I see we got people in and everything's moving. So let's see, see what we got going on here. Uh, the, I'll get to the topic of the day in a moment. Let me just check to see who's here. Got a handful of people. Awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> says Mernon. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Oh, uh, Chaco says, good morning, all good vibes. <laughs> Shane says, DST making my Monday mornings great again. <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. Uh, GA says, good morning, ladies and gents. Beautiful day. I hope it's a beautiful day wherever you guys are. It's still dark where I am. The sun will be coming out here in like 20 or 30 minutes. So, uh, Oh, Scott, I appreciate it, Scott. Scott says, make sure to give DSD a thumbs up to help with the algorithm. That's right. Scorps Corpse, morning. T Solo, good morning, all. Bears says, good morning, all. Just popping that up on the screen. Uh, <laughs> uh, for Family Law, afternoon from the UK, Julie. Well, that's right. I keep forgetting that you guys are, it's like two in the afternoon. Uh, and oh, I'll hit this one real quick. So GA said, why, why is my stuff so dang small? This is annoying. All right, let me, let me try to center this up. And can I, oh, you know what I did? I bet you I somehow screwed up my scroll. For some reason, this thing has a tendency, if you scroll with the mouse, it'll change, change the thing. So on that, uh, GA says, uh, question DSD, I have been narc-free since February 2019. Congratulations. How do you stop scenarios running through your head on a loop? DSD only issue lately. Um, it Let me ask you this, GA, and hopefully I can get this and... Uh, talk about this same same time. It's like, well, what, what exactly do you mean? Because that can be two different things. Running scenarios in your head can be basically going, oh my God, what are they going to do next? You know, oh, uh, I yelled at my kid. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to file something, you know, they're going to convince the kid to, to want to live with them. And then they're going to get full custody and I'll never get to see him again. And they'll move out of state or out of the area. And, you know, I'll never be a part of my kid's life and they'll take all the money and they'll, you know, you can just run down that rabbit hole. Uh, or conversely, what, well, and I did that. That was actually absolutely something that, uh, that happened to me. But also, whoops, I'm trying to get back to your comment where to go. Uh, the other thing I also got stuck into was just thinking about them, thinking about the relationship, ruminating about all of that. Actually, one of the biggest things that helped me, and they are also a sponsor of the channel. Let me just go over to the resources tab here. Let me just make sure this pops up. Okay, so if you go to the new and improved Dad Surviving Divorce DSD website, at least I think I hope it's improved. Uh, if you go to the resources tab, you scroll down, when I was really going, losing my mind, what really helped me were these hypnosis download files that uh, helped me kind of reprogram my subconscious and break the loop on that, uh, that, that catastrophic thinking and, and basically stuff like that. And the ones I used was Mend Your Broken Heart, Get Over Divorce, which I didn't use that one as much. I used Mend Your Broken Heart, Let It Go and unrequited love and then the end of relationship pack they've actually updated with new with new um new offerings but i would listen to those daily i would listen to them in the morning in the middle of the day when i could and at night and it was almost an obsession but uh, it did help after a period of time i was able to start to change my my thinking on all of this and uh it helped now the thing that the, the thing i need to just remind everybody of 
is all of this takes time, even though it feels like it shouldn't, even though it feels like I should be, you know, I, I know, I know what my ex is. I know that they're a bad person. Uh, maybe bad's the wrong, wrong way, you know, damaged, disordered, undiagnosed. And, uh, but you understand and you recognize the patterns of behavior that that should be enough. And unfortunately, I'm here to tell you that it is not. It takes more time to undo the damage that was done throughout the relationship. And, and although that sucks and it's not a fun situation to be in, it's, it's the reality of the process and it does take time to push through this and start to see results. Now for me, I was going to, like I've mentioned before, I was going to a really good trauma therapist, though I didn't know she was a trauma therapist when I picked her, but she was great. But that wasn't enough. That, that, that helped, but that wasn't enough. The hypnosis helped a lot. Prior to that, let me bounce back over here. Uh, these books helped. This Divorce Poison by Richard Warshak helped. The Alchemist is a different topic, but uh, uh, I would recommend that later when you're in a better frame of mind. And this Rebuilding When Your Relationship Ends by Bruce Fisher and Robert Alberti. Those were all what I used at the time. Now, there's a lot of tremendous resources out, and I need to start building the or, or updating, I guess, the resource list because there's a, a lot of books out there. Okay, let me finish my thought. So therapy... Research on my own with books, extra research on YouTube. Uh, I binged tons of videos trying to just figure this thing out, trying to take a crash course in it. And then the fourth, the fourth pillar, I should have started with saying pillars in the beginning. It would have been more dramatic that way. But the fourth, the fourth thing, the fourth rung, the fourth, whatever you want to call it, was the hypnosis thing. Probably if I would have been able to find a local hypnotherapist, maybe that would have even been better. And amazingly enough, I recently checked. And if I remember correctly, I think my old therapist is now licensed and or licensed or certified. I'm not sure what the right word would be, but she's now offering that. So I wonder, GA, did you? Uh, okay, so I see a comment from you. Let me just make sure that you didn't add a couple of things so that I can make sure that I'm on track with what you are with what you're saying. Um, so I scrolled up and down. I'm like looking around. So, all right, where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, wow. Uh, before I jump to that, uh, DC says, uh, Dwayne, or at DST, Hypnosis download ha Downloads has a new audio file for downloading called, quote, How to Deal with Narcissistic Behavior. Holy crap, really? Well, I had to check that one out because that would, be, uh, that would be pretty darn interesting. So thanks for posting that, DC, and I'll, hopefully I'll remember to check that after. Okay. All right, so GSA, GA says, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm doing well. College, work, and fitness, and now and again creeps up. Thanks for uh, the vice. Sorry, I didn't go into details. Yeah, no no worries. Uh, n you know, I mean, this stuff's tough, and it's like hard to, you know. The, the problem is there's so many different iterations of this, it's sometimes it's hard to, to guess what's what the deal is. I think the biggest thing, though, like I just said, is recognizing that result, it, results aren't quick. You know, I'm trying to think what would be another analogy. Uh, well, I guess there's a lot of things. You know, it's like nothing is really quick in, in, nothing's really quick in the world today. You know, if you go to school, it takes time, you know, at least two to well, four years to get a four-year degree. Uh, if, if you're out of shape and you try to or decide that you're going to change your lifestyle, it takes time to start losing weight to develop new routines, to get your life back on track. So it's not surprising, although it's incredibly frustrating, that it takes time, or the same, not maybe not the same amount of time, but it takes time to get over a toxic relationship, especially when you're in a situation or you're dealing in a situation to where the pain keeps coming back that you're not, you don't get to escape it. It would be one thing if you could break up with somebody 
and you weren't financially ruined. You were able to see your kids whenever you wanted. And there wasn't all these constant nagging reminders of this pain. I think that is the, the hardest part on this that most people who haven't been through it just don't understand. I remember, I'll just say this. I remember prior to my situation, I felt, or not felt, but I remember thinking I could not understand how someone would, would uh, be so angry at their ex. It was the parent, you know, it was the, like in my situation. I mean, it's like, you know, it's the mother of your child. You love them at one point. You know, if you just fall out of love, it's not that big of a deal. You just, you know, you maturely go your own way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What an idiot. You know? And the problem is, is that whenever you have that view and you end up in this situation and you think, oh, okay, this is going to go the way I always envisioned it in the past, and then it doesn't, one, you're not prepared for it. So typically you can get sucker punched, primarily in court. And, uh, and then you're trying to like rationalize what's going on. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, and it's just tough. It took me over two years to really break out of that cycle. And it got really, really, really dark before that happened. I mean, I'm trying to remember what, what was going on at the time. No, oh, it was, it was after, okay, so I think it was after I met Debbie, because I had, I had like crashed, and then I'd gone up, and then I was seeing the therapist, and I was just, you know, kind of gradually working on things, and then the bottom dropped out. It was like, I don't want to go into too many details on that, because it's just certain things that uh, were really tough, and very stressful, and could have had catastrophic repercussions Depending on how it went, some of that was with, well, I'll just, I guess the two main things was child support services, the Department of Child Support Services in California, and, or the county office, and uh, the IRS. And it was not fun. And it caused all those, we were talking about triggers on Friday. All those things came, come, came let me try again, all of those feelings and emotions that I had put in the box that I had hid under the bed came crashing out and it was not a good time. So, all right, let me see if GA said anything else. And hopefully that was helpful. Merge, I got to merge four years to get a four-year degree is what become of the world. <laughs> Life. I mean, I, I know a few people who it's taken them four years to get a two to get an associate's degree. <laughs> so depends on, it depends on your schedule and what you're able to do. I think my, my, my daughter, my middle daughter, she's on track to get her, her bachelor's in fine art and uh, animation uh, on time, at least hopefully. All right. I'll just say, oh, okay. So GA says, uh, to someone else, cause I had, I do have to think and remind myself what they really are and what they put us through. Yeah, man. And, and, and that's kind of what I was just talking about, but that is exactly exactly what I had to do. And it was driving me crazy. It was like, how, why am I having such a hard time accepting the reality? And that is, let me see if I can pull this up. If you, if you go over to the YouTube channel and you uh, scroll on down to the mindset for nice narcissistic abuse recovery, this video right here, I wonder if I can make it a little bit bigger. That one right there with me looking like a complete dork. Uh, says absolute thinking for recovery was key in that because I had to, in my mind, in my mind's voice, my inner voice, whatever, every time something came up, every time I questioned it, every time I remembered, I would have to say no. And I, and I know this is contrary to what I say at the beginning of the show, but this was to myself. To myself, I'm, I was saying no. 
She is NPD. She has 100% a personality disorder. Now, again, that was in my own head. I didn't have a diagnosis. And partly that was troubling because I kept also going through going, well, maybe she doesn't. Maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion. Maybe I'm just trying to rationalize this so much that I, I'm saying this or I'm making this up or I'm believing this because that's the only way I can deal with it. This is the crap that was going on in my own head. And I'm sure, GA, that's what's going on with you. Just take a breath, you know, take a breath. Refer absolute thinking, refer to absolute thinking, and then check out those other resources. They, they could potentially be helpful for you. All right, let me scroll down. Uh, iTumblr says, DSD, does your ex ever still try to contact you? Nope. Haven't heard from her in a long time. Uh, now everything just goes through the kids, which is, you know, we're not supposed to do that, but it's like at some point, it's just, it is what it is. So no, I don't, I don't, I haven't, the only, let me back up. The only time kind, I mean, the only other time is through the kids. Like the last one was with the dental stuff that happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, obviously she didn't send me an email or anything saying, Hey, dentist appointments coming up. She had the dentist, uh, office call to tell me basically just to try to get money out of me. And then when uh, that wasn't working, then she started using the kids. So she started with, uh, with our son, freaking him out, saying, you know, just all kinds of crap. And when I told him, I'm like, look, don't worry about it. This is going to get resolved. You know, she's, she's using this as a triangulation point. Just don't, just stay away from it. And whenever she couldn't get, our son to do it. Then the next thing I noticed at like 1130 at night, I was getting texts from my youngest, my 15 year old saying, you know, we have appointments. Can you take us? Uh, you know, and they ultimately figured it out. They got someone else to do it. But you know, I mean, it's just, that's the type of stuff I deal with now. So generally nothing directly, directly pointed at me. So I am going to go to, or I'm going to try, let me say this, I'm going to try to go to the caller in area code 425, and it says return caller, sharing some feelings. So let me uh, hit the button on that. Hello, and welcome to the show. Oh, yes, hello. Hey, how are you doing today? I appreciate that last comment. Doing all right. Um, appreciate that last comment. Um, just ruminating over some uh, thoughts. Can't get them over your head. I am... Um, just started filing, filling out papers, contempt of court, and in the beginning of the packet, um, the papers are talking about uh, parental abduction and the harm that it can do on a child, and I um, was feeling like the court were on my side just by reading this contempt of packet court here that they the court completely understood what is going on here that a child will actually um, side with the abuser and um, in fear of any kind of consequences that they don't and I'm just now ruminating over my thoughts of how can I have let it get this far I'm the caller who feels that I think it's selfish of me to take my daughter away from her father that she says that she wants to be with it's um, been seven months now but um, you know she needs her teeth cleaning she needs all these things that she's not getting so I must do something yeah and I'm just now just feeling wow how dare I let him put those fear that fear into me because the court seems it seems like wow just by reading these papers that the courts understand what's yeah. going on here I, I think you know, we talked about this before and, you know, barring any, well, I'll say barring any unusual circumstances or, or events that happen like that we do, right. That would cause some type of change. Obviously the pandemic is completely unprecedented. You know, the, the likelihood that the court is going to order everything to go back to normal is pretty high. And so, yeah, you, ha you have to go through this, you have to do it. And, and it is, it is really tough, 
that uh, that fear that that our exes have the ability to throw upon us. And I'll tell you, I mean, I suffered with that for the first few years. It was like every time I turned around, I was scared to death that something, you know, was going to go wrong or, or she, I knew she was plotting to, I mean, if, if COVID would have happened at the beginning of my divorce, I would be in your situation right now. I'm sure of it. And I would have to be either going back to court or I would have had to have threatened it enough to where things went back to normal. Uh, your ex is obviously doubling down and caught, are forcing you to do this, but you have no choice. And your daughter needs you in, in I mean, the, the kids need both parents, even if they're toxic. But, uh, you know, you're doing the right thing. Have you filed your paperwork yet? Uh, no, I just got the papers and I'm in the process of getting everything all together. I um, have limited my papers to uh, 15 sheets. It was 33, wow. um, but I was thinking this is a huge packet to be reading. I need to be concise. Take some things away that just really, yeah, so that yeah. main, main thing. So I've got it limited down to 15 sheets right now. So. I'm um, Good. really excited about that, that I'm getting my point across with just limited of papers and awesome. document and proof, and I feel good, and just wanted to share some of that. Thank well, you so well, much for what you do. Yeah, thanks for calling and sharing, and uh, let us know whenever, you know, what happens on the next step. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Bye. You know, it's amazing how much fear these people are able to instill in our minds. I'm, I've said this before, but I'm a big dude, 6'2", you know, I'm two, what am I now, 260? I still need to lose a bunch of weight, but, you know, smaller than I used to be. High, you know, successful, at least at the time in my career, and I was so terrified of my ex and not sure what she could, would, would be willing to do because what I had seen thus far was mind-blowing in my own. I mean, I just could never have imagined that, that, would, that, 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 that I would be in that situation. And I'm sure all of us end up in that mode to where we're just like, what in the world? And you start to lose sight of what's, you know, what's right and wrong. Not what's, let me back up. Not what's right and wrong. We start to lose sight of what is real. We get up and down confused. We don't understand. We don't understand what's going on and it makes no sense. And then they start to say things like, you know, you're not going to have custody. You'll never get to see your kids again. I'm going to take everything, you know, uh, just whatever they throw out there and it feel it's like they, those hits land solidly it's like oh bam 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 right i mean and and you're just well like like katie says i hate living in paranoia or, or living paranoid and i absolutely lived in uh, paranoia neighbor 818 says so true the fear is ridiculous it's 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 it is it's insane Uh, Marson, if I'm saying that right, says literally made me get a knot in my throat because that is exactly how I feel scared at any moment given we have to go to court. Oh, geez, you guys that are actually in the process are actively in the process with upcoming court dates. That was, I was, that's not, yeah, that's tough. You know, it's easy to say, oh, just take a deep breath, be relaxed. And I mean, and those are the things you absolutely need to do to control your emotional state or try to, you know, try to get it under control. But it's still terrifying because there's so much at, at, on the table. There's so much at risk. I mean, this isn't something that, that's not meaningful. I'm trying to think of, a, of an analogy that would make sense. It's not like you're going in to look at a new car that you're not even intending to buy, and if they don't give you the right deal, you're going to walk away. It's like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, hell, it could even be 
you know, it's not even the same as going in and having your employer terminate you or demote you or tell you, you need to do something different because it's like, okay, well, you still have your family. You still have your, your support. It's like your support foundation has been obliterated instead of being solid, you know, concrete foundation for California. That's mainly what we do out here as opposed to it being on quicksand. And that's what it, that's what it feels like. Marson says, and I'm, I apologize, I know I'm butchering your name, says, just yesterday I was threatened that he would file a contempt of court for each day I didn't give my daughter her cell phone because his new supply can control it now. I said uh, I didn't want it in my home. Oh, until we went to court. Here's the thing. If your court, okay, let me just, let me just back up for a second. If your court order says you will you know, you will allow your child to have a, this electronic device at all times. Okay. That could be a contempt of court. If the court order says your child can, can contact the ex at any time, that doesn't mean that they have to have a cell phone. That means that if your kid says, hey, I want to talk to daddy, I want to talk to mommy, there's the phone. Or here's my phone. Or here, jump on the computer and jump on FaceTime. But these people are notorious, notorious for threatening this stuff to get you to basically freak out and bend to what they want to do. Unless it's specifically in your court order, they can go F themselves. So at least that's my thought. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, Merge says to, to Marson, uh, follow the court order, but also follow your instinct. Remember, family court don't give you a, a medal for following orders, and they don't bang on you on those who break them. Yeah, typically. However, it does seem like for, for some crazy reason, if you're not the narcissistic person and you're the target of it, it's like, they have a tendency to to slam on us more. It's really weird. It's kind of annoying. Let's see here. Oh, okay. So iTumblers had asked a follow-up question. Let me let me just look at oh crap. Moderator Debbie is posting all kinds of stuff and I didn't notice it. Let's see if I can find the, is this one from today? Make sure I'm not missing things, messing things up. Uh, okay, where we go? I really wish I got. I, I I need to remind these people to add the uh, add a search, add a search function into this. It would make my life so much easier. Uh, okay, man, big text. I'm trying to find big text's comment. There it is. I think it was probably like in the first two minutes of the show. <laughs> Big Tech says, Morning, Dwayne. How do you deal with the waves of trauma? Because there are times I can be with family just chilling, and I just start thinking of all the bad, uh, and I don't like being in that state of mind. Big Tech, that is exactly what I was talking about before, and that's exactly the, mood, or the mode that I was in, and I was spiraling out of control. And it, Oh, gosh darn it. See, this is what I was just talking about a minute ago. So I accidentally hit the uh, hit the comment and then freaking scrolled on it. Ugh, I hate it when I do that. Uh, anyways, and uh, what you what I did, like I said, what I did is I I was even going through therapy, right? So I had that really outstanding therapist, and uh, I was not making the progress I wanted. So we at one point we're going to attempt EMDR. We did attempt EMDR. For me at that time, way too much. We uh, started it, got a few minutes into it, maybe 10, and I'm like, I nope, I this is too much. I can't do it right now. So reset on that. Uh, it was the hypnosis files coupled with the therapy. I was going once a week at that point in time. And uh, the absolute thinking, 
And all of that combined helped break it. What, what, what really the deal was, let me see if I can, where did I, where your comments scrolled up. So I got to figure out. So when you're talking about, I'm going to pull this back up. When you're talking about just chilling and just start thinking of, of, of all the bad, what I had to do is remind myself every time anything would come up where I would start ruminating about it or, or thinking about it. It's like, you know, it was just basically the mantra. It was all manipulation. It was all an illusion. You know, it was that the reason it was bad was because of the personality disorder. The reason it was good is because it was manipulation because of the personality disorder. It's all a freaking lie. And I don't want it in my, my head anymore. And that was, is like, I'm to the point, well, I mean, now it's been so long. It's, it's, it's it, that, that stuff is just happening in the background. But prior to that, in the first period, you know, the first bit of it, it took a lot of, um, I guess, reputi- repetition in my own head, basically saying those things to myself. So, I mean, I literally would have to, when something would come in, I would have to stop myself and say, no. In my head, I'm saying, no. This just what I just said. I mean, I literally would be like in my inner voice saying that. If I was alone, I might even be saying it out loud. That, that and just keep doing it. And you'll notice after time, probably, it'll probably take you about 30 days of continually doing that where you'll start seeing results. Now, if you're not having this happen all the time and it's like periodically I guess in some ways this could be harder because doing this technique, you need to do it every day. You need to do it every time it happens. And in, and when it's really bad, it's happening like every few hours. So you're, you're getting the practice into it. If what you're dealing with big techs happens once a week, once every couple of weeks, it'll be a little bit harder because you're not going to get that repetition in to where it, like I said, for me now it's, it's in the back of my subconscious and it just happens automatically. I don't have to sit there and do like I was saying before, where I'm stopping myself and, and running through that mantra. It's happening automatically. So it's like if, if, I mean, and every once in a while, I mean, to be honest, every once in a while, something will come up where I'll have that little, like the, those old thoughts. And it's almost like, you know, your subconscious is testing you. It's like, Hey, it's been a while. Why don't we throw this out here and see how you're going to respond? And now it's like, yeah, whatever. Don't want to go there. Don't want to spend my time wasting with that. It's like, <clears throat> excuse me, even the thing I was just talking about a moment ago with the, with the medical, it was annoying, but I'm like, I'm not going there. And then when she got um, our son spun up about it and he was freaked out, I'm like, dude, just relax. This is a non-issue. Even if it falls apart, we'll just reschedule it. It's not a big deal. So you know, it's like a big deal is like for me, I haven't been to the dentist. I, st- I, I When the last thing happened before my rent went up, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have some money. I'm going to start doing some, you know, I'm going to start doing some preventive maintenance on myself, you know, went to one dentist appointment and, uh, and then uh, promptly got hammered financially with the rent increase and stuff like that. I just haven't been back. It's like, it's like, I don't have the money for it right now. I mean, Christ, whenever, sorry, I shouldn't say that. By golly, whenever I was going through this, I was supposed to be taking uh, diabetes medication and, uh, well, primarily that, and I couldn't afford it. Every dime was going to her, not every dime, like 63%, 65% was going to her. And I was barely able to stay afloat. Actually, at that time, at the 63, 65%, I was not staying afloat. I was sinking. I was not, there was not enough money coming in to pay my bills, let alone pay her. So I stopped doing all my medical. I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford the $100 a month in the medication, let alone the follow-up, the, the, all, the, all the stuff. So effectively, from, from that, it took me, I think, three years and that was whenever it was like I was really feeling crappy and, uh, you know, pulled out my old meter because I stopped checking because it's like, I, what am I going to do? It's like, I can't do anything. Hell, I couldn't even afford the, the, the materials for checking. And I think when I, what finally did is I finally pulled out the old stuff, checked it, and it was like, hey, your blood sugar is 525. And if anybody knows, 
that ain't good. I think when I called my doctor, they're like, um, you might want to go to the emergency room because we can't help you. But fortunately, I've been able to get back on track with that. And uh, my numbers aren't great. And I'm taking a ton of medication for it. But at least now I can afford it. And my numbers are going down. And if I remember correctly in my last blood work results, I haven't been back for the follow-up with the doctor. But since it's all electronic now, I was seeing the numbers. And I think the numbers are down, which is pretty amazing. Uh, All right. Let me... Oh, what happened here? Okay, I'm just trying to look look at the comments. Already read that one. And I'll just, I mean, I kind of talked about this, but just to go back with what I Tumblr was saying, uh, DST for like ridiculous things just to get a response out of you. Yeah, it's just a boop, poke in the eye. Uh, the other, other aspect of this, like the last time it happened was whenever, actually it was weird because this was also a dentist thing. Whenever um, I had scheduled my vacation time with the, well, technically the only minor, which is my 15-year-old, where we went on that camping trip, where the first video dropped on that on my other channel. Uh, which I, And I'll be working on the other one here maybe in the next couple of days, part two. As soon as that was scheduled, the last, you know, it's like, oh, by the way, since uh, you know, now, now that you have the, the kids on this time, you have to take them to dentist appointments. And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I'm like, not going to be around, not doing it. It's like, we're going to be, we're, we have plans. So it's stuff like that. Right. So in that one, I did get an actual email from her on that. Uh, let me scroll down. Let's see. Let's see. Actually, let me look and see what, uh, okay. I read that one. Let me see if I can find this other one. Oh, I'll, I will grab this merge said, uh, at DSD, this sounds like my story to anyone wondering the courts UK did not, did not admonish the COVID first lockdown unilateral actions, but said return to normal agreements for now. And I think that's primar- primarily what's going to happen when you get into court. If you're like, hey, I haven't seen my kids for whatever. And if they go, oh, well, it's because of COVID, then they're going to say, go back to normal. You know, they might say, is there any overarching issue that you're worried about? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's that, that's, that's a sad part is that nothing, uh, I would not, I mean, you, we would hope, we would hope that the court would say, look, that's messed up. You should have never done that. You know, these are, because you did that, we're going to do this as a sanction or something, but it's not typically what happens. And on what I'll say on that is, you know how I normally say, well, never mind. I'm not going to go there because it'll get too confusing to try to explain. Uh, what, what is this? Okay. Um, where is this other one at? Moderator Debbie attracted or pinged a comment for me, and I'm trying to I'm trying to locate it. Oh, hey, MFA. MFA says, DST, been a long time. Lots of changes. I've missed being here. Well, I'd say welcome back, but sometimes when people come back, it's because things have changed or it's, it's you know, whatever. So hopefully you're in a good space, MFA. MFA, I make sure I'm saying that right. All right. Let's see. Um, wow, I guess there's more comments than I anticipated. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, here we go. Okay, uh, Dana says, DSC, what, uh, what has been your experience with GAUs, guardium ad litems? Uh, it seems as though my initial meeting went well. I'm worried that the gal is trained to make people feel at ease to get a realistic idea of who you are. Okay, now technically, I didn't have a gal. 
Uh, that was not something actually, I didn't even know about it. That never even came up. I'm not sure if it's something that just doesn't generally happen out here or what the deal is, but your worry is, is spot on. And I've, I've heard so many people who have discussion with, with, with evaluators where that person is trying to be, it, you know what? It's, it's basically a police move. It's a cop interrogation move. They want to be your friend. They want you to feel friendly with them so that you overshare. So if they, they can make you feel that, uh, Hey, I get it. You know, you know, whatever they'll, maybe not as maliciously as a cop in an interrogation situation might be, but you need to be incredibly careful and realize that these other people are not necessarily your friend. If they're acting like it, be cautious of it. Don't don't be like, oh, they get it. Let me start spewing all this information. Keep it focused on the patterns of behavior and the facts that represent your concerns. Also be very careful that your presentation, the way you're communicating it, doesn't come across. Let's see, I'm trying to think how to say this. And I know that... Uh, in the um, interview I did with Cordell, which I'm not sure where that's at. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see if I can pull it up. He, it's this one right here. So the, this, this video right here, interview Cordell and Cordell Law Firm. Uh, Mar the one with Marco a couple of weeks ago was also pretty good. But that one, I, I really, well, they both, they both had really good things to say. And I'm, anyways, but... His point was you want to come across that not that you think your other partner or your ex is Satan. You know, is it Satan? You know, as in like the church lady from all you old people out there who used to watch SNL. And that was a horrible uh, not interpretation, uh, impression of the church lady. Anyways, my point is, is that just be careful that you don't overshare with that person. Stay focused. Think of, I mean, even just think of them more, or just have your guard up, right? So Dana, Dana if, you are, if you are worried that that person is trying to endear you to get you to overshare, you might be right. And, you know, but I also will say, I've seen this before where, See, I don't know. I'm, I'm taking this out of very, my, uh, very specific data points. So my point is, is yes, be cautious of what you say. Don't overshare. Be careful that you don't say anything that undermines your own perspective. Again, this goes back to what we start when I start the show talking about. I mean, what I would absolutely not recommend is telling the gal, oh, you know, I've, I scoured the internet for hours watching videos and I know for a fact that my ex is MPD, is a you know, narcissistic personality disorder, disorder person, probably comorbid with borderline, or maybe he's a dark triad, Machiavellian, throw some of that in there. Don't do any of that. Unless you have a diagnosis, and if you're going in saying, oh my God, you know, as a court, uh, through all of this, our th my therapist said my ex is, has a personality disorder and is a psychopath, and here's the written thing, I am freaked out because I don't know what to do. Okay, fine. That's a different story. But just to, uh, just to start throwing things out there, it can hurt you. It, it can make it look like you're alienating your, your child. Uh, Marcin, you know, I don't know if I can, well, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see if I can just have it speak it. M-A-R-I-S-N 26. Well, that didn't help. I was hoping it was going to actually speak the name. Anyways, a gal is a ga guardian ad litem, and basically, unless I'm, my brain is seized up today, which is highly possible, it's basically an attorney uh, for your child. So that way, they have somebody that they can, they're talking to who can represent their interests in court and not be, in theory, not be biased by what, uh, what the other parties are saying. And if my definition is incorrect on that, 
please put that in the comments. A lone parent IR says, oversharing can be our Achilles heel. Oh, you know what? It's really funny you say that. I want to, let me see if I can do this real quick. Because Chris, whoa, shoot, I just hit, what the heck window was in on that? Let me do this. Let me go uh, YouTube. Let me see if I can get to my keyboard. I got too much stuff in the way right now. I'm making all kinds of noise. I apologize about that. YouTube, Chris, or we need to talk. And, uh, yeah, so yesterday, uh, like you guys know, Chris does a weekly Sunday, Sunday show. And her video for this weekend was oversharing why we do it and how we and how to stop. Okay, I'm going to do this. Overshare, overshare. All right, I'm going to pause that. Check that video out on oversharing. Super, super important. I fell into this trap myself. She's gonna kill me because of where that uh, where that <laughs> that was a that was a horrible screenshot. That doesn't help. That isn't any better. Oh my god! Let me get off that. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways, but uh, oversharing is is a really tough thing. Techmore says a gal is absolute garbage. Do not use them at all costs. A colossal waste of time and money. And it is now. You have a whole nother return. Not well. Let me back up. If you decide to use it, you know, you, you, everyone make your own choice. The thing is, is that family court is such a, 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 a crushing financial just hit. Hey, if you're not the one paying for the gal, I guess fine. But the other problem is, is it does add someone else into the mix. And if that person comes in and starts saying, you know, well, all the child, uh, you know, we think... As a guardian ad litem, that the child should be better served being in the hands of the toxic person. They won't say it that way. Then you have another data point against you. Oh, yeah. Shane says, DSD, it's always great when you're in court and have to pay two lawyers. And technically, if you had a, like for my situation, if I would have had a, a gal, I would have been paying for three. I've been paying mine, my exes, and the gal. Now, fortunately, and just to be clear, I was only ordered to pay a little bit of it, and it angered me so much that when we finally made the deal, my written-in thing was, it's done. There is no more attorney's fees. So I only, I only ended up paying a few hundred dollars, but still at the time, it was, it was not good. Not a good time at all. T. Solo says, gals are usually lawyers who couldn't get into a good firm low end in their profession. Remember that. Good point. I guess I could ask uh, uh, Melissa Isaac on Wednesday more about gals. Oh, speaking of that, I do want to say that for the, how many people we got? I only got wow, we only got 64 people. It's a lower crowd today. Um, if you guys have questions that you would like me to bring up with, Melissa Isaac from the Melissa Isaac Law Firm. Um, like I mentioned earlier, she is a uh, uh, like a more of a father's rights family court attorney. Put them in the comments uh, of this video, and I'll ask them. I'll put. I'll work them into the discussion when we when I when we talk on Wednesday. So, and I'll probably post some stuff later, maybe on the, on the, uh, community tab to, to do that too. So if you don't, if you don't see anything else and you want to ask a question, do it in the comments. If you're watching this live, I would prefer you not to do it in the live chat because I cannot pull that up after it's really, it's like, it'll get lost more than likely. Well, and this is Blue says, my evil gal used the evidence against the ex I gave her against me. See, and that's that's part of what I'm talking about. You got to be, you just got to be really careful how you, you know, you, you see these people. Oh, nice. Techmore says, Melissa will destroy the gal process guaranteed. Well, then I'll definitely bring that up because it would be good to uh, get that or have that. T-Solo says, my... My gal reported me to court because I asked for billing statements. I would not recommend them. Yeah. 
I think a lot of time what happens with that, it's like, you know, when you start this whole thing out, you do the financial disclosure statements, right? Which is horrible because they guise it in a thing. Well, we need to know, you know, your ex needs to, everyone needs to know what you're declaring. So, so that your ex and you know what each person has so that you, you know, you can, you can fight out what you want. I, what it feels like, it's like, Hey, tell me every asset you might have so that I, as the attorney, know what you have so I know how much money I could spend. And if you're looking at somebody and it's like, oh my God, you know, you got hundreds of thousands of dollars in the banks and hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity and property, and the families have money on both sides. Well, you need a, uh, you know, we, we all need attorneys. You need a custody, attorneys, custody evaluation. Oh, you need a gal. Um, you need a, you need a forensic accountant. I mean, it's like, I swear to God, they're looking through and they're saying, okay, you have X amount of dollars. How can we take as much of that as possible? You know, and maybe in their own mind or where they rationalize it is as well, these people will realize how terrible this is and they'll just stop, you know, but we've had people on, on the channel who've like talked about how they've spent $200,000 or more in court. The system will bleed you dry and they don't care. And then when you run out of money, most of the time, these attorneys are going to be like, oh, well, you're out of money. Okay, well, sign right here so I can be off your case. I'm not your attorney anymore. You know, if you want to, you know, if you want me on, uh, the balance is $5,000. If you have it paid by Friday, then I'll represent you. Otherwise, we're done. I mean, I understand that they're, you know, everyone has their profession that they're trying to make money in, right? I mean, I get it, but it seems vicious. I'll, I'll tell you, in my situation, I know we're running out of time, but I just last little story, story time, is we took out a ton of money from the 401k to pay bills, right? And we agreed to do it. I had to get it notarized that she agreed. And it was we had a discussion and it was like, look, we have 60 some odd thousand, actually it was more. We had you know a ton of money in debt. It's like, I don't like this idea. Well, partly it was like I didn't I knew if I didn't do this, what was going to happen is is I was going to get stuck with the debt. I was going to go bankrupt. She was going to get probably 100 to $150,000 cash and I potentially was going to go bankrupt, lose my job and have nothing and be living on the streets. And I'm like, "Oh, f that." So I'm like, "Look. Let's pay everything off. We start at zero and we and actually we did, right? I mean, as close there was a couple of bills that I kept, but for the most part, all the bills in the name were done except for the house and, uh, and a couple of uh, other smaller things. So it was kind of like, hey, no bills, you know, here's something I'm going to give you. And it just turned into a crap show. But the problem was, my point is, what I was getting at is the ex went in and basically told the attorney that I had, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in cash. And then, and for a period of time, that was true. Right. I mean, because I got we got the money if, just, just using round numbers. If you, if you take a, a hundred grand out of your 401k and you're in your 40s, you're not getting a hundred grand. Well, you might get, you know, you, you, taxes eat up a lot of it. So out of that hundred, you're probably going to get 50 if you're lucky from the from the penalties, the state and federal taxes. And when they started playing that game. I was freaked out because I hadn't paid the taxes yet. So I called my accountant and I'm like, look, I need to know what the hell the tax burden is on this now because I got to get this money going away because if I don't, they're going to, you know, she might take this money and I'm going to end up in jail because I will have tax burden that I'll never be able to pay. Very stressful time, time to say the least. Wow, we are, we are down to the last minute, the last minute of the show. Anyways, uh, oh, Trish says, uh, DSD, your vacation video is a moving DSD metaphor. You made time for your daughter, and no matter how many obstacles you faced, you found a way to show how uh, to find beauty or beauty, uh, yeah, beauty wherever you end up. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that perspective on that. Thanks. <laughs> Wait for the rest of them. The day two was, 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 uh, was not as much fun. <laughs> Day two was the hardest day of that trip. <laughs> All right, we're down to the last 10 seconds. I wasn't paying attention. Thank you guys for hanging out with me and starting your Monday off right. Hopefully uh, you feel like you feel like your week is going to go well. 
I do want to thank the channel members. Thank you for everyone who has taken the time to become a member and support the channel and part to and stay tuned for more member only events. The next one's already scheduled for November. Uh, be kind to yourself and just know this, all this stuff gets better. All right. Talk to you guys later.